What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1088 of Ask Pat 2.0. Super thankful you're here because you're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you, coaching them through a process, through some pains, problems, confusions. That's what this is all about. And hopefully, through hearing these conversations, you are also getting coached at the same time. You can fill out an application to get coached at askpat.com. You can see our other archives on anywhere you're listening to this podcast, obviously, but also at askpat.com. And I encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already. Now, today we're gonna be speaking with Leisha and she has an expertise in helping people with weight loss, confidence, fitness, nutrition. She has a blog with a number of recipes. It's going really well. She has a very large Instagram with nearly 20,000 people. It's going great. And she's ready to, to get a course out there, but we're having some trouble defining what this course should be. We're having some trouble defining whether or not it's something they actually want. So today we're gonna be talking with Leisha about how to work through all that, some of the baby steps that she can take up front that will help her and validate these things so that she can have the confidence moving forward to actually build something that is not only helpful, but, but something people will buy. So let's talk today. We're gonna do it. Here we go. Hey, Leisha, thank you for coming on Ask Pat 2.0. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Really excited to to chat with you. If you could really quick tell myself and everybody listening a little bit about what you do, that'd be awesome. So I have a website. It is a keto-based blog that I started last October. I help women lose weight after having babies. And it first started off as just recipes and articles about keto because I've been doing keto for over four years and I have a degree in nutrition. But then I started expanding it out to do other things. And right now I'm kind of dipping into everything where I'm still doing recipes, I'm doing articles. I started doing some coaching. I'm pretty much like Jane of all trades, master of none right now. <laughs> well, that's cool that you're doing keto because I've been doing a keto-ish kind of diet the last six months and it's been absolutely life-changing. So for anybody who hasn't explored keto yet, definitely recommend checking that out. Can you give everybody a website address so they could find you? Yes. So my website is eatbefitexplore.com. And I'm also eatbefitexplore on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, although I don't really use Twitter that much, but everywhere it's eatbefitexplore. Cool. Eatbefitexplore. I had gotten familiar with you through a lot of the engagement that you've been offering on my page and, and through direct messages between us. So I appreciate you for that. And, and so Alicia is very active on, on Instagram if you want to check her out there, but also check out her website too. So, okay, so lots of things going on. Tell me what's on your mind. What do we want to make happen today? So I'm trying to figure out how to scale my business and what I could really do that doesn't waste my time. So right now I'm doing everything and I feel like it's just getting so overwhelming and I'm not really moving forward. So I understand with food bloggers, it takes a while to make money and it's it's a lot of work up front, but I don't necessarily want to be a food blogger. That's not really my passion. And I'm just trying to figure out what is it that my audience wants from me and how can I help them? And I'm kind of at a crossroads of, should I do a course? Should I maybe do a membership? Should I just do more coaching clients? 
And then I also discovered this other passion of food photography and started getting into restaurant photography and I actually got hired for a shoot. And I just, I know I love doing it. It's so much fun, but I can't do it all on top of being a stay at home mom of two small kids. And I'm like torn between those passions and the ideas that I have. And there's just so many things being thrown at me, so many ideas. I don't know which one to focus on and just do the one thing that's really going to progress and move the needle and scale my business. A lot of things going on. And obviously, the more you say yes to things, the more burned out you could become. And with two young ones at home, you don't want to compromise time with them as well. So I think this is a really, really smart question to ask and conversation to have at this moment in time. But on the other hand, these are these are great problems to have, right? Like new opportunities, choices, options, a growing audience. And it's just like, okay, which direction do I go down? Right? Am I am I seeing that correctly? Yes, exactly. So my first question to you is, no matter what you end up choosing to do or focusing on or what strategies you use or anything. We'll talk about those things in a second. But if we could just fast forward through that and things were great, things were the way you would want them to be, what would that look like to you? I would love to have some kind of like a course on teaching women who've gained a lot of weight during pregnancy, how to lose it. And I always say like, bring their sexy back. You know, a lot of us women, like after having babies, we don't really feel that sexy anymore and all the changes and everything. And I want to help women do that, not just through low carb, but through exercising and finding like a, a morning routine. I've discovered that from listening to your podcast and reading The Miracle Morning. I started waking up at 5.30 and it's changed my life. And uh, mindset stuff and self-care and self-love. I just want to help women out with that. But I don't know if that's exactly what women are looking for or if my followers are looking for, or if they want more of you know, recipes and meal plans and all that, even though I have created those and it's like, okay, here they are. But then, you know, not a lot of people really want to buy them. Like I made everything that people want. I literally laid it out for them, spent so much time. And then it was just like, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. And I'm like, I gave you what you want. (laughs) You know, here you go. But um, it seems like everyone kind of, when it comes to recipes or meal plans, they like want it all for free. That's very true. I mean, because these recipes are available in those places anyway. And what's great about that is people love them. They consume them. They thank you for them, that sort of thing. Charging for them is a little bit difficult. So I love the idea of creating a a higher offering for people who love you, love your style, love your recipes, who want to go deeper with you, who want to get essentially the coaching to help them actually lose that weight, which is which is obviously very important to you and making people feel good again about themselves. And I think you've nailed your niche market. So we don't have to discuss that. You you know exactly who your avatar is, your ideal customer. Um, I'm assuming that these are the kinds of women who you are building a following from on your email list and, and on Instagram. Like you've kind of done that already, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I have 19,000 on Instagram and my email list is 
like almost 5,000. I've kind of cleaned it up because there was a lot that just, they were not ever responding. And the surveys that I've done and the statistics that I look at and the analytics, it's mostly, it's like 95% female. Mm-hmm. So great job. And a lot of moms. So I'm pretty, I figured out that's my niche moms. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's fantastic. I mean, moms and you are a mom as well. So you can relate. You have a specific kind of language. You have a specific set of problems that you can solve versus, you know, somebody who's maybe younger or older or what have you. So that's great. So that's good. I think you have the perfect opportunity now to, and, and I talk about this in my book, Will It Fly? And this is really important. I don't know. I don't know if you've done this yet, but this would be an ideal next step because oftentimes when you have this audience and you don't know what to offer them beyond just the free content and free stuff that you've been offering. This is a perfect time to remove the guesswork by having actual real life conversations with them. And what I love about this strategy is, no, it's not super scalable like a survey, but it's not about the data. It's about the stories and the emotions and really getting to know who is in your audience like by name. I interviewed this guy, uh, his name is Stu McLaren, who teaches people how to build membership sites. And when I was speaking to him, he just gave me so many examples from people in his community by name and like told me their life story. And I just was so impressed with how well he got to know his audience. And this is a big reason why, number one, he's very genuine. You can tell because he wouldn't have paid attention to these stories if he wasn't. But number two, it's so convincing as well. Because when he says, you know, Marissa from so-and-so who has this little tribe of people who knit and she was able to start her membership website and build it up to 500 people paying her $20 a month and she's been able to quit her job. It's just like, oh my gosh, like that's what I want too. And it's hard because when you know the things, it's hard because people are initially doubtful. Just as humans, we see somebody trying to teach us some new stuff that's scary and different. We're immediately doubtful. But when we see this person with the proof and the stories and, 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 and examples of people just like me, it becomes a lot easier to get on board with that. And so have you had conversations with, with people in your audience? And, and, and what I know, you would be really good at this because I can already tell through how you interact on Instagram. I mean, that would be the method. It would be to, number one, ask a question on a general Instagram post. And then for people who comment back or who say, yes, that's totally me or, oh, I need help with that too. You then send them a direct message, which you just have that skill sort of innate built in you. Um, And I keep saying that because I remember you, right? And there are hundreds of messages that come my way every single day through direct message. And for whatever reason, I just remember you. (laughs) So you're going to make me cry. Yeah. So you're good at that. So I think use that superpower to connect with your audience, but then you can have a direct conversation and go just to ask them like, well, what do you need? Like, I'm here for you because likely they won't say, oh, well, I need more recipes or, you know, they'll likely talk about the mental things, the challenges that they've been facing, and then you can build something for them after that. Yeah. So I actually, I try to do that as much as I can. A lot of times I'll get DMs asking me about a question and I always respond to all my DMs like pretty quickly. And I always get the response back like, wow, you actually responded. I'm really shocked. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I try to connect. But I also think that there's this fear of people on Instagram. They think a larger account, which I don't consider myself that big, but they think that 
we're too busy to actually respond to people and they don't want to, like, I guess they've been burned so many times that they don't want to reach out because they're like, well, none of these other accounts ever get back to me. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Of course, I'm going to get back to you. Right. So you're starting the reach out. That's the thing. Like, that's fantastic. That number one is an immediate great first impression. And then from there, you can sort of determine whether or not something like a course would be interesting. And then to further the conversation related to a course, I think you should just set up a landing page for a future course and have people join a waitlist for it just to gauge, are people actually interested in this? And that way you can start collecting emails and you know get real proof that, hey, this is something people actually want versus just, we're just talking about it right now. You can then actually know. And it would tell you if nobody ever signed up for it, you would go, okay, I'm glad I didn't build the whole thing and spend you know all this money doing that because it's obvious that now when push comes to shove, people aren't signing up to the wait list. So let me see what else they might need help with. Yeah, I guess the way what I'm struggling with is trying to figure out exactly what they need. So actually, I have Will It Fly right here opened up on my desk. I have my mind map on the wall I'm staring nice. at right now. And I started going through the tests and I actually got to the survey responses. They did a survey a while back and I started recording the problems and the language and the needs and everything. And I'm just seeing a difference between my blog followers and then like my Facebook group and Instagram, like my blog followers are like, oh, we want more recipes and meal plans. And of course they do. They're on your blog. Yeah. 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 And then the Facebook group is like, well, I don't have time to work out. I can't get rid of this belly fat. I have sugar cravings, motivation, uh, exercise and stuff like that. So it's like two different things. And I'm like, well, which one, like if I did a course, what would it be about? I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what the course should be about. Gotcha. Well, that's that's something that you'll have to figure out. What is the ultimate? Here's something that could frame it. It's a person takes this course, whatever it is. What is their life like on the other end? What's that going to help them do? You know how to make them do that, but you need to define what the transformation is. So is the transformation more energy? Is the transformation weight loss? Is the transformation feeling confident again? Maybe it's a combination of all of the above. That's what you're selling. People don't want to buy a course. They want to buy the outcome of the course. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know for sure. It absolutely makes sense. So you then have to have these conversations, which you are having already. You're going even beyond and doing data analysis and surveys, which is fantastic because I can help support this. And then you, you have to just pick a transformation and put that stake in the ground and say, I'm going to create a course to help you this transformation. If you're in, Sign up here for your email. I'll let you know when it's coming out and more information about it. You don't need to put the price. You don't need to put anything, just the transformation only. That's what you want to know. You want to get people on that email list who say, that's my goal. I want what you're promising here. And then it is your job then to take those people. And if you get a bunch of them, then you can, I mean, there's a number of ways to sell a course and even pre-sell it too to validate it even further, which as you go further into Will It Fly, it'll show you how to do that. But I think that you're going to be so motivated when you have uh, even 100 emails from your entire audience of people saying, I want more confidence. I want to just feel better in my body. That's the outcome. You, you know how to get them there. And the thing is, people won't care about what's in the course. They want the outcome. Right. So what are questions that you have related to that? So another thing is then on the other hand, and this is just such a limiting belief that I have, and I know I have to get over it. It's like, well, 
who would want to buy a course on weight loss when they can get so many free things on meal plans and recipes and stuff? I think like, okay, I understand membership sites, but I don't know if I necessarily want to do a membership site because I like already have so much free content on my site with everything. And it just sounds like so much work, to be honest. Not that I would never do it. It's just this point in my life. I don't know if that's what I want to do. So my thing is like, well, if I say, I'm going to teach about weight loss, are you in? And they're going to be like a course on weight loss. I don't know. I have this like limiting belief that that's not something that people are willing to pay for. Like it's easier to, to justify paying for a course that teaches you how to make money or learn photography. You know, I bought a photography course, stuff like that. But weight loss, it's just with the industry being how it is and nobody really like everyone seems to have this next new fad thing and they might right. think that I'm just the new, well, you, you know. You're saying the perfect things because everything you're saying is is a potential objection that a person can have. Right. Is this just another one of those fad diets? You know, what's the actual outcome of this? You know, all these objections. This is a great exercise for anybody who's creating a course or anything that you're going to sell is to list out all the questions that you have and that you think other people will have that would deter them from buying something. And then in your sales copy, in your webinars, in your emails, you have to be able to answer those things. And, you know, I'm imagining, for example, you had said, oh, who would buy a weight loss course? I mean, number one, it's proven. I mean, the the industry is huge for a reason. People want that help. But you can say this is one that's not like the others because X, Y, and Z. It's step by step. You know, what really people are paying for is not just the outcome, but how convenient it is that you're offering this information to them. Even though a lot of this stuff may be free elsewhere, even, you know, I have podcasting material that's free out there, yet people are still paying hundreds of dollars to pay for a podcasting course. Why? Number one, because it's all in one place and it's step by step. It's one lesson leading into the other. There's literally no thinking involved. They just follow the follow the path. Number two, they've gotten to trust me. And that's another big reason why, Alicia, the people would want to buy from you because they want to buy from you because they trust you. They don't trust all these other celebrity names out there. They trust you. You've been the only person to interact with them on Instagram. You're the only one who's real on your Instagram post. Those kinds of reasons are reasons why people would want to buy from you and and they would be comfortable doing that. So the objections and, you know, I think a big part of this is just, you know, like you said, the limiting belief. I think that, I mean, you've already proven that you can help people. And I think what you could do perhaps, this is a big strategy I often tell people is if you don't believe that you're qualified to teach something, teach one person that thing and get them some results because then forever from that point forward, you will never doubt yourself ever again. So the course is just the mechanism by which you are sharing this information. And like I said earlier, nobody's buying the course. They want the transformation and you just happen to be offering it uh, the transformation methods in a course. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think, again, it goes down to the direct contact with your audience. And if you needed to help personally and mentally to get over the idea of like, would people even actually do this with me? I mean, maybe you could do a scholarship for two people for the next month to take them through essentially everything that you would talk about in the course. And that way you, number one, prove to yourself that you can get results for people. Number two, these people could probably guide you because they can be like, you know, I like this lesson, but like I I wasn't sure what to do here or Um, I think the next lesson should be about this. And then boom, the whole thing's created with people to a point where at the end they have this transformation. And now you have 
two stories to tell to people when, when you're mentioning this course. You can invite them on your Instagram. You can mention them and people are going to go, oh my gosh, like you were able to do that? Like where, how did you do, you do that? Oh, well, Alicia helped me out. All that information I learned was right here in the course. That way you have that proof, you have the results and nobody can argue those. Right, that makes sense. And as far as your photography stuff, I think that's just a fun, sounds like a fun side thing that's kind of helping to supplement. I would just keep in mind that you don't want that to distract you from what you know you need to focus on. And not just your business, it's your kids too, right? So as long as you have and feel that you're not overwhelmed with that, then you could probably continue that. However, I think that there's huge opportunity with the audience that you've built to create something much more probably fulfilling for you in terms of helping people and more lucrative in the online course. I think you are perfectly primed for an online course that you could sell with the audience that you have and and what I know about you. Thank you. How are you feeling? Good. You don't sound good. (laughs) What's, What's the hesitation? Where's that coming from? I guess I just like don't know how I would put everything together to make an offer that sounds like, yes, I want this. Like I I could like go on and on about teaching keto and weight loss and fitness and everything. Like I'm not, I don't even have that like imposter syndrome. Who am I? And who am I to like, I have none of that because I know I know my stuff and not like to sound like overconfident or anything, but I do. But that's not the thing. My problem is like the marketing and the making women know that this is something that's going to be worth your while, that it's going to be something that's truly going to help you, that it's something you're not going to be able to find anywhere else. And then also not letting them down by how I built it. And I, you know, I have that personality where I like to just give too much. Like I don't want to overwhelm, but I I literally just want to lay it all out. And I know that that's, you should, that that's not the way to go as courses. Like don't want to overwhelm people with too much information and all of that. And I don't know how to approach that. Is that just something that I would ask my audience? Like, what do you want to learn? What do you want to, you know, get out of this? Is that something I have them kind of tell me what they want? Like how to approach that? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're the expert, right? I think again, they want the transformation and you sell that by sharing your expertise in this space but also how your course can help them get there and why it's different and how much that transformation might mean for their life. The course material, which is what you're talking about, like overwhelming them. And, and I, think, I think that just, you know, obviously course content can change over time and you can remove things if it's too much or you can add things if it's not enough. However, you have to go, okay, this is a transformation. This is the, what the course is about. And then you can use my uh, mind mapping process, which it seems like you're in in right now and will it fly and take the post-it notes and just all the things that you want to talk about that you think can support that transformation, put them all on a, each on a post-it note and just get this like sea of post-it notes, right? And then you can start to clump them together to create sort of order in them because they're not going to come out in the right order all the time. And then those become your modules. Those become your lessons. And then you go, okay, well, what in here is not necessary for me to still help people achieve this goal? Then you can start removing the post notes. And this is your weeding process so that you can remove the things that aren't necessary so that the course ultimately does become something that is concise, but efficient and will help people get through that through that transformation. I think I think that it's just you haven't done this before. So you aren't quite sure about what it might look like. And I think it's just a, a step-by-step process. 
And then once you get that outline, that's that's the first thing I would shoot for is what would the outline of this course look like? Again, that's supporting the transformation. Then you could even share that with a few people and go, hey, guys, I'm thinking about building a course. This is what what's all included. How is this something that you can get behind? Or do you think there's something missing? Or do you think there's too much information here? Would you, without asking people to pay for it, would you be interested in something like this? And I think that alone is going to teach you a lot. And that's the first step because what most people do is they build the whole thing, guessing the whole way, and then they try to sell it. And it doesn't sell because it is too much or because it just wasn't the right language. And it's because they didn't get that guidance from their exact customers. And the thing is, you have 19,000 people on your Instagram and a number of people on your email list, and a number of people, thousands of people visiting your blog. You have access to them. They should guide you on what you should create for them. And this is why these little conversations and the DMs are gonna be really important. But I would work toward that outline of a course and just have that be your number one goal. Don't even worry about selling it. Don't even worry about marketing. Just create that outline first because I think that'll show you and give you something tangible to kind of encourage you and motivate you to move forward into the next steps to then show it uh, with people, to people and have conversations. Again, it's all outlined and will it fly for you, but, but you're on the right track. See, that makes sense. That's something that I can do because I think I just got overwhelmed with everything and then I did the mind map and I started taking down the survey results and then I'm like, this is just so much stuff. What do they want? Just somebody tell me what you want and I'll make it for you. Just tell me what you want. (laughs) And again, I don't, I don't want to spend like six months, three months. Well, the rate I am probably taking me a month because I'm like crazy. When I start something, I finish it like in a month. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to, take that time and then have it be something again, like you said, that nobody really wants because it's what I thought that they needed and wanted, but it's not really what they're looking for. And that's like my only fear of it is I don't mind doing the work, but I want to make sure it's something that people actually are going to purchase and follow through and get results from. Right, right. Which is why getting to the outline is key. So you can share that and have them go, no, this is not what I want at all. And you want to hear that because then you know, okay, that's not the direction. Let's move to another direction versus, like I said, most people will just create the whole thing and then find out nobody will buy it. And then it's kind of, you know, that that's very deflating. So get to the outline, have conversations with people. And again, make sure you're you're selling the transformation. You're asking people, is this what you want your life to be like on the other end? The information in the course just supports that. And you're the expert. You know how to do that, which is great because most people I speak to do have that imposter syndrome, which you don't. So that so so you're, you're very close. I think you just need to hear from your audience confirmation that you are heading in the right direction and you may need just checkpoints along the way to continue to get that validation from your audience so that you can keep moving forward. Well, I'm excited for you. I think that you are right on the cusp of something amazing. I would just encourage you to take it step by step, little baby steps, and you'll be on the way. And do you mind if we reach back out to you in the future to kind of see how you take action from here and the kinds of cool things that happen? Not at all. That would be awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm very stoked for you. Again, you have some superpowers that stood out to me. Keep using them. One more time, where can people learn more about you? So again, my website's eatbefitexplore.com and on Instagram and Facebook, eatbefitexplore. And I just want to thank you so much. This was like amazing, a dream come true. Thank you so much. It was great to chat with you and we'll chat soon. Awesome. Thank you, Pat. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alicia. You can find her at eat 
be fit, explore. That's how to best memorize it. First, you got to eat, then you're going to be fit, then you'll get to explore. So eat, be fit, explore on Instagram or on all the places, Google search, etc. And uh, she's closing in on 20,000 followers there, which is amazing. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for listening in, all of you. And again, if you want to get coached just like Leach did today, all you have to do is go to askpat.com. You can fill out the application there. Leave me a little voicemail, and my team and I may select you for the future, and you'll hear from us if that's going to happen. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because you're about to start listening in on a number of the callbacks from people who are – actually, we got a couple surprises for you coming up in the next few episodes. It's gonna be a little different. You know, we've done a whole year of coaching calls and I know a lot of you are interested in, well, the people that you interviewed and coached at the beginning of the year, where are they at now? You're gonna hear some of those, but also we got a special surprise, a live Ask Pat recording. Actually, it was it's called Ask Pat Live because at FlynnCon earlier in the summer this year, I had about an hour and a half show, which was called Ask Pat Live. It, it was experimental and with the audience of 400 people there, we wanted to see, hey, can Ask Pat, like you hear on the podcast, be done live? And we uh, we had just a number of people lined up to ask questions. I had special guests on. You're going to hear some of those as well. So look out. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks so much. Team Flynn, you're amazing. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.